Hey everyone, welcome to Thriving Marriage with Mark and Bethany. This is our weekly conversation about marriage and family in the Christian life. And today we want to talk about friendships. <laughs> we got to talk about friendships. We do. I love friends. I love friends too. And I've never loved friends more than after a couple months of being on home lockdown and not Seriously. being able to see my friends. Right? Seriously. That was like... Just stuck hanging out with you all the time. Uh, <laughs> I only had one friend. <laughs> but it's true when you're... Not able to just say, hey, let's get together. I, I really want to chat. Let's, I mean, you, you know, we could have called people. And I did. I had some friends who called me on the phone. It was crazy. Mm-hmm. And we just chatted like the old days. But to just not be in the same room with people who know me, love me, who I can be real and, and just, just talk with about anything and everything. That was hard. Yeah. That was a struggle. Yeah, and I think it's good for spouses to not be upset when their when their husband or wife is craving interaction with other people. Right. You know, it's like I'm right here. I'm another person who can interact with me. <laughs> I interact with you a lot. Right. But I, so I think it's good that I I want you to connect mm-hmm. with other people and yeah. not just me. Um, you know, I think we can spend a few minutes talking about the value of. Um, friendships that we individually have with other people. Right. I need friends that are guys. You need friends that are girls. And those uh, friendships are going to be different yeah. by just in a number of ways than right. the relationship and friendship that we have with each other. Yeah. There's a place for that. And we want to talk about that first. And then second, we'll talk about um, friends that we have together and double dates and uh, couple friendships and having people over and stuff like that. Yeah. So this episode is all about friends. It's going to be super fun. <laughs> It'll be friendly. How friendly <laughs> are we going to get on this episode? I don't know. I just keep thinking of songs that are about friends keep popping into my mind, and I'm, I'm really refraining not singing them. Anyways, anyways, yes. Okay, what's our first thought then? Well, guys, you need dude friends. Yeah. And girls, you need girlfriends. And you shouldn't treat your spouse, if you're a guy, you shouldn't treat your wife like she's a bro and she's like just right. like one of your uh, guy friends. Right. Um, so you need to have those guy friends that you can hang out and you can do guy stuff with and they can you can connect with each other on a masculine level. Mm-hmm. And um, maybe there's less tears that are shed and there's yeah, less sure. girly things that happen in the conversation. And th- there's a place for that. I think that's really important. And yeah. You know, it's helpful for me to not impose on you any sort of expectations that you can't really deliver on. Right. And the, the same thing goes for you to me. Yeah, right. I can't expect you to talk about an issue that I'm having, a struggle that I'm having in the same way as one of the, my girlfriends who has the girl emotions and the girl hormones and all that stuff attached. I still want to talk with you about it and... It's just going to look different. And that's why I think it's so good to have friends who are ladies and in the same stage, kind of going through the same stuff, often struggling, you know, with various emotions that are strong and even be able to talk with them about kind of what's going on and bounce ideas off one another, encourage one another to live godly lives. Um, but it, that looks different than you and I. And I mean, I know you guys get together and you're like, hey, dude, how's it going? And the other guy's like, Good. Like, okay, good. Oh, is that how it goes? Is that, is that? <laughs> yeah. See, this is why I need is friendships that? with dudes. Because, so you can just be like, you know, hey. No, uh, it's better than that, but it's kind of like that. <laughs> Let's grill some meat. <laughs> <laughs> but here's the deal. I think it's it, discipline is required for me to not put expectations on you 
to respond like a guy friend would. Mm-hmm. I need to treat you like a lady. Mm-hmm. And that's maybe that's overly obvious, but I think there's a lot of couples that that maybe impose or expectations on their spouse. Yeah. That's just not really good. And so you really right. should have uh, godly Christian friendships uh, with people who are the same gender as you so you can hang out outside of your marriage. Yeah. It makes me think of the sitcoms, you know, where the woman is like, you know, talking about the same issue for like three hours with the husband and the husband's like, are we still talking about this? And she feels like she needs to talk it all through. And he's like, all right, didn't we? T-? I don't know. They're, they're playing a, they're parodying What's yeah. what's the word? They're making a joke out of it. Yep. <laughs> but I can I can see that I sometimes want to just you know go on and on and on about stuff. I really want to talk about maybe one thing for a long time. Well, there's an there's a girlfriend out there that probably wants to get into it that same level. You know. Yeah, so. I didn't exactly follow because I've never watched those shows that oh, you're describing really? <laughs> because I'm a dude. Oh yeah yeah okay well there's shows out there like that they're there yeah I don't know which ones but. So I think that's really important to establish, and um, I think we should just make the case here that your closest friendships uh, should be uh, people who are running the same direction as you, Mm -hmm. they're passionate about the same things that you are, and so if you're a Christian, uh, you need to really link arms with and be close friends with other Christians. Um, You have fellowship with them, you have a lot in common with them, and you're going to push each other in the right direction. Yeah, and so that I think that needs to be said, and we need a place for that in our marriage relationship. Yeah, <laughs> right. And then I think in our marriage relationship, talking about friendships, we also need to have people that we connect with together. Mm-hmm. So having yeah. another couple over or a family, and people that we are friends with um, together. Right, right. Which can be hard sometimes. Like you might connect with someone, but I don't connect with the wife as well. So. Sometimes, you know, you got you have those couples and those couples can still be your close friends, especially when I know you really connect with one of the guys. I'm like, I want to get to know this girl, I'll reach out to her. But it's been so sweet to have friendships with when the wife and I, we just connect and you connect with a husband and we can share and walk this life together and encourage one another to do it better. It's also so good because you see examples especially when they're in the same stage. I'm hoping people come into our life, our friends, and they're seeing good godly examples and habits and parenting and whatever. And I'm always picking up stuff from my friends. Wow, oh, that's such a great idea. Oh, you do that with your kids or, oh, what do you do here? You know, it's a way to really kind of do a better job at making choices because I'm, I'm bouncing ideas. I'm seeing what else is going on. Right. We might even say spur one another on. Yeah, for sure. Love and good deeds. And, you know, we do that when we're around people and we encourage them to make good choices or to do things differently. And, um, so I think that's really important. One aspect of this is just bringing people into our home Yeah, having those people you just described into our living space. Yeah, It's a very personal, um, intimate yeah. move. Yeah. I mean, you've got people sitting around your dinner table. This is where your family sits and operates every night, and you put your friends in there and yeah. um, communicate that sort of personal uh, commitment to them. Yeah, I think it's so warm and inviting and a very kind of open, honest thing to just say, come on into my home. You know, not everything is always perfect. Um, and I think this can be really hard on wives at times because. You know, we have maybe some of us, myself, 
included at times have this standard of wanting our home to be or look a certain way before people come in. You have that standard? I have it. No, it's just, just that there's four children <laughs> that don't have the same standard. And so they don't mm. always, I mean, I think if you say, I'm only going to have people over, I'm only going to open up my home when everything looks exactly as I want it to look, you're going to often find that you're not opening your home very much. Unless you're like super organized yeah. and everything's super clean, right? Okay. But if you're always aiming for a certain level of something out there, whatever that is, cleanliness, organization, uh, the kids being you know perfectly trained or whatever it is, and you're waiting for that you're going to probably wait a long time. It's not going to ever feel ready. And I just think we've tried to say, let's have people into our home. God gave us a home and these things. We want to share them with other people. We want them to feel welcome. Come on in. Like, join the fun. Right. And I think I'm going to throw a flag on the play if Uh-oh. if uh, you are saying, I'm not ready to have people over because the house isn't clean. It's just my question at that point is, why are we having people over? Right. To look at my clean house. Well, no. <laughs> I mean, if, if you're really not having people over because your house isn't clean enough or you're yeah. uncomfortable with that for, for one reason or another, I think your answer is really revealing. Yeah. Why, why are you having people over? Is it to impress them? Right. Is it to, you know, show what you have or that you have things put together? Right. I mean, it's, it's really... Uh, perhaps at the end of the day, uh, maybe a very selfish motivation. Cleanliness is good. I'm all for it. But yeah. uh, let's not let that be the ultimate governor on whether or not we connect with people. Because I think the reason, the answer to the question is why do we want to have people over is so that we can be friends to them right. and they can be friends to us. And we can have that kind of mutually beneficial um, blessing that comes yeah. with the gift that God has given us that we call friendship. Right. Um, we, you know, and when friends come over, we really need to encourage them. We need to bless them. We need to serve them. We need to care for them and try to spur them on, yeah. push them in the right direction. Right. And good friends are going to do the same thing back in return. Yeah. And so there is this kind of like sharpening of one another that takes place. Sure. That's why I want to have people over. Right. And right. you know what? We can do that in a messy house. We can do that in yeah. a clean house. Yeah. I want them to enjoy their time. So yeah. if the house is, you know, in disarray and, and they don't ever want to come back, right. then we're not able to hit that goal. Yes. Uh, so there's something to say to sure. planning, you know, cleaning up, teaching your children to help, all that. Right. There's more that goes into that if that really is a struggle. But you're right. The goal is not come see my beautiful displayed house. It's come in because I want to get to know you. I want to love you. This is a way I want to serve you by welcoming you into the house to be your friend, to be a friend to you, not just because mm-hmm. I have some ah, picture-perfect, you know, I don't know, thing to display, some amazing, totally. I don't know, whatever it is, totally. set up. So. Yeah, I mean, we did just put some new grass in the backyard, and I want to show some people how sweet that grass is. <laughs> it looks good, but, yeah. Uh, but yeah, I think I agree with you. Yeah, for sure. And, and I think, you know, maybe the last piece of this that we'll emphasize here is that other focused mm-hmm. element to friendships. Yeah. If we really turn the, sh- the focus from um, what can people do for me and yeah. why is any- isn't anyone befriending me and why isn't anyone inviting me over to their house to how can I serve people? How yeah. can I bless people? Who can I invite over to my house? I think we're moving in the right direction. 
Yeah. And I think that this happens a lot where I don't feel connected or I'm waiting for someone to come be, be the leader in reaching out to me to establish a friendship. And I think what you're saying is be the one to reach out to other people and not just to sit back and say, you know, who's going to invite me to the park or who's inviting me to their house or, you know, I see these things going on. I want to be a part of that. We'll go be a friend to other people. You know, you can either sit back and wait or you can be the one to say, I'm going to serve and I'm going to invite someone and I'm going to get to know other people and put myself out there. And I think that can be hard, um, especially if you're new or, I don't know, there's someone you want to get to know, but you're not sure, are they too busy or whatever. You're, you know, just unsure. But that's what we're called to do is to reach out and not just wait around. And Totally. Yeah. And I think when you become that person you just described, yeah. uh, you do get the text and the invite right. and the, you know, I mean, I just think you, you become the kind of person that you want to hang out with totally. to other people and, uh, you can really bless people that way. And I think this whole COVID-19, you know, home lockdown thing that we've been experiencing has pushed to the surface, um, just how important these friendships are. I mean, in mm-hmm. a number of ways, we've yeah. been starved of kind of this uh, interpersonal reaction, uh, interaction and uh, communication with people in person. We just really miss that. And so um, I think it's helpful to talk about, you know, the, the purpose of friendships yeah. and maybe how to go about doing friendship better. Yeah. Not to mention like the accountability that you can include in those friendships, right? You haven't been seeing someone, you haven't been checking in. I mean, there's another aspect of biblical friendship that you end up lacking if you're not around, if you're not reaching out, if you're not connecting. I just, I noticed by not really being around some of my girlfriends, I wasn't as good at asking them how things are going or even seeing how things were going and vice versa, having that interaction. So, yeah, you should really work on that. (laughs) Thanks. I will. Yeah. It's funny because you're like an amazing friend, I think. Well, you just well, like, they, you are a people person. Well, yeah. You that's love true. people. I know. The more, the merrier. It's just, just you've, been, you've just been stuck with me for so long. Look, I love you and I, I want to be with you <laughs> and the children. I loved it all. It was great. But I also love other people. Yeah. You know, it's like my love is not just small. It's like I want, I want it's these big. people, these people. I want them all in the house hanging out. <laughs> that's right. Well, let's do it. Yeah. All right, uh, so this is an official encouragement for you to reach out to friends Mm -hmm. and maybe think through and pray through how you can bless them, how you can serve them, and maybe connect with an individual friend Mm -hmm. and then a couple friend. Yeah, yeah, that'd be great. Well, thanks so much for listening in, and we will hear you. No, we will not hear you. We will catch you at the next episode. Yeah, we won't hear, we won't really hear anyone. Or catch. No. Thanks so much for listening in. We will see you next time. See ya. We will hear you or catch you. Ugh.